Nah, I hit it now. Uh, oh, yeah. Nah. Okay. Yeah, nah. That. I was watching the Pelicans yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like, lightly, though, because, you know, I was still waiting for um expert Snoop. So, I was watching the Pelicans. But it was L. Like, Lonzo and them was playing. The shit was aight. Brooklyn got smashed. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Basketball back, nigga. Yo, look, look, nigga. A half hour ago, I got an alert on my phone that Giancarlo Stanton just hit the first home run of 2020, nigga. The Yankees is back. Basketball back. Like, all this shit is back, B. Are these the games that count? Or is it like a little warm-up thing? For basketball, it's the warm-up. For baseball, it's not a warm-up. For baseball, it's official. For basketball, it's a warm-up. Okay. You know what I mean? Basketball, they just warming up a little bit, and then next month, they get it popping. You know what I mean? Figure Jesus be Jesus. <laughs> well, if you've been listening and you kind of confused what's going on right now, we are the Better Than You podcast, as we always like to say every week, coming to you on a daily on a weekly basis. We're consistent. We've been consistent as a motherfucker. Hell yeah. You know what we don't want to say? Yeah, it was that 21 days to make some shit a habit or some shit. 21 weeks. We over, we way over 21 days. I think it's 21 days, but... That's what I said. That's 21 days. Yeah, nigga, but we're going to be pros after 10,000 hours, and we're going to really get under that. Damn, I just was about to say my man's name. I can't think of it. Malcolm Gladwell? Popping, stopping, popping like a rabbit. Before I get to Nina Ross, you know I got to have it. Let's get it, y'all. No, we could go right in. Go right yeah. in room. I know everybody's doing good. Joe, well, actually, Joe, how you feeling? I know you had a little jointy joint. Oh, uh, no, nah, man. I got, like, this fucking, like, stomach ache and shit. Uh, I was uh on the road yesterday. Joe got stomach COVID. Oh, no, it's like, go ahead. Oh, no. <laughs> now, I was on the road driving back from Alabama. I went down there, like, uh, was last uh, Friday, I believe. For uh, celebrating my daughter's birthday, and I figured probably just some of the shit I ate on the way back up, like fucking with my stomach or whatever. But yo, you take eighty, you, you take eighty five to to all the way through to Atlanta and break out, or what you do? Oh no, nah, I don't head to Atlanta. Nah, uh, I barely touch uh, I barely touch uh, Georgia. And it's like literally like for like a second I'm in Georgia and I'm back in like Tennessee. But, and shit. but you take eighty? Do you take eighty five or you stay on ninety five? Um. I'm not sure. I think 85. Like when you come out of a J, you take 85, uh, 85 to come cool. through. Now, I was just, the reason I was asking because I'm like, shit, nigga, if you take 85, you literally pass my house. That's the most uh, boring conversation for a pod that I've ever heard in my life. Nah, for real, you know what I think? Be, you know what I think you're getting sick from, though, Joe? Honestly, yeah. and, and I'll let you finish, but you know what I think? Because you've been so healthy lately. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. probably riding, eating something fast. It probably oh, threw you off a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you that off scratch. Yeah, it doing. probably did that. And uh, honestly, God, that's what I think it is. Because I know that's that's what get me sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now, go ahead, Joe. But, My bad. I didn't mean to oh, step with your story. Oh, no. Nah, yeah, but um, no, nah, that was it. Uh, Pretty much did. I had went down uh my guy, but I drove down there. Shit, just sucks flying right now. But uh, went on my guy, brother. He was at the north. When we head out, we... uh. We took like seventy eight to like eighty one, and we were like pretty much like, oh, okay. doing that shit. Wow. That's what's up. And that, that got us all the way to Tennessee, but yeah, nah, man, I had wanted to uh, 
said, if it wasn't a day, like the day that like my guys had a party, the birthday party, I was trying to go to your shit, man. But all in all, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I feel better at little Sunday cake and shit, but I'll be all right. Go and give it to you. That's what's up. Yo, um, we got a lot. We got a lot. There's a Come lot of things that happen. I'm a jump. I wanna. I really wanna. I wanna start off. Uh, unfortunately, LeBron got a gray beard, yo. Yeah. Um, and not necessarily a somber <laughs> moment, but uh, civil rights leader John Lewis passed away last week on July 17th. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, um, he. I don't even know where to begin. I don't know where to begin because there's so many different. There's so many different things that. Not necessarily that he accomplished, but that he stood for, and he was just as a person in politics and a person as you start to understand as we are moving into this new generation of I was I don't want to say urban politics, but black politicians that are there. He was the standard. Wow. You saw a lot of people that looked up to him, and you had these new crop of young, energetic. Um, I don't I don't even know I don't it's. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it because it's just different watching him with different people, especially the younger politicians that are coming up or the younger community organizers that are popping up that are inspired by him and then taking what he might have done in the 60s and throughout his career and putting a Generation Z twist on it. As you know, I always go back to what B says, they're letting us know what type of America they want to live in a lot. You know, he's part of that lineage. He's put their part of that bloodline that mm-hmm. stretches from John Lewis and everyone from that era to where they are now. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to hog up all the time. I don't know B, if you want to speak on it. Um, I, John Lewis is probably like one of the most interesting. Um, I'll, I'll use the word character. Just, I, I know it's, it sounds dehumanizing, but like, he seems separate from everybody else. So I'm going to use the word character. And, and, and it's like a movie because, like, he is literally an American hero. And people sometimes just say that. Um, I know John McCain even put it in his book. And, and John McCain, who disagrees with him on everything politically, you know, even put it in his book that, that John Lewis is like an American hero. But the weird part about John Lewis is his, his evolution from what he was to what he became. You know what I mean? Like, he was... Why do I hear myself? Do you guys have a um, speaker on or something? Alex? I have, I have my headphones on and I don't hear uh, any kind of echo. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, what I'm saying was he was a, um, at the Edmund Pettus Bridge, man, when them cops beat his ass and he came back and was like, fuck that, you know what I mean? And still fought for civil rights, still got up, you know what I mean? and still challenged the civil rights. Then he spoke at the March, March on Washington, and he was super militant in the March on Washington. They had to change his speech. You know what I mean? Because he was like, yo, y'all, y'all don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't fuck with us because we we'll, we'll fight back. And they had to change it. And Martin was like, yo, don't do that. You know what I mean? They, it, they had to calm him down. And then he was the head of SNCC until Stokely Carmichael took it from him. And then he joined Congress, you know? And that's just an evolution of what a black man could become in America, you know what I mean? Like he went from a cop, the cops just beating his ass for protesting, to to speaking in the march, uh, to to uh, speaking at the march on Washington, heading one of the student nonviolent coordinating committee, and then joining Congress. You know, like that was bigger than the American dream. Like nobody even assumed or thought that any of that was possible. That was Barack Obama before Barack Obama. You know what I mean? Like it just, it just did not seem possible and he did it and so it was just i don't know he's gonna go down in history 
he, he he's always been on the right side of history. Um, even if he had probably, even if he didn't always say the right things, he was always on the right side of history, and you got to appreciate that part of him. Yeah, God bless that brother, man. God bless him. He's done a lot. There's really nothing more to say about that. You know what I'm saying? He was uh, yeah. Let me battling cancer for a minute. Uh, I'm not he sure. About that. He might. He yeah, might. Yeah, 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 he was. Yeah, he was. And God bless. You know what I mean? You're absolutely right. Yeah, no, I was I was gonna go from, you know, talking about the great John Lewis to uh for lack of a better well, I don't want to say lack of a better term, but the shenanigans that was Kanye West over the actually over the past few days, even today, and his starting with his phony campaign rally or phony or however you want to look at it, but it's phony to me, campaign rally where he was just spewing non facts. And just so here's the thing. shit. Here's the thing, Alex. Alex, wait, 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 Joe, Joe, Joe. Here's the thing. I think it probably should go Anthony, then me, then Joe, so he could joke and tear us up. Because Joe has a has a better perspective on this type of stuff, and me and Anthony we're, we're, we're coming from a different aspect on this. Would you agree with that, Joe? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know where I'm going. Right. Yeah, exactly. And where, where you at with this? Yeah, yeah, I already know how. We, we kind of already discussed this and how this this is going to flow in regards to Kanye. But like I said, we my issue in regards to him, like I said, if he is suffering from a bipolar disorder, which he seems to be, he, he, I mean, he stated, he stated so himself in an interview with David Letterman, saying that this is something that I suffer from. You get this this paranoia, everything else like that. And like I said, I get it, I understand it. I understand the struggle. I understand these episodes come out. What I do feel is that, you know, these episodes always seem to come out right around the time he's dropping something, whether it's an album or a shoe or some other shit like that. Yeah. So the timing of it is always weird. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, I try to do my best to understand them and try to be as caring as possible. Can I, I say something before you get too far? Go ahead. Go ahead. Because a lot of hear a lot of people say it, and they say, "Yo, he always seemed to go through these when he about to drop something." Now, mm-hmm. from the bipolar folks I know, yeah, like even if they like on their meds, certain things like have triggered it. Like I know folks that got like new jobs and shit, yeah. or they'd be like in like a new relationship, and even motherfuckers if they still possibly on their meds, like they may have to get their shit recalibrated because yeah. that new energy. And I also yeah. know motherfuckers that, and in the same people I'm talking about, like I know them folks and shit. Uh, when they get like get manic, like sometimes a fucking some like big event or some shit like that can cause it. And even more so, when motherfuckers get manic, they want to do everything in the world. So folks yeah. be like, yo, Kanye always seem to be wanting to drop a project when he go through this crazy yeah. shit. It could be the fact he got a project coming up and it's making him crazy, or the fact that he went crazy and then and had to do a project. Some shit. So like, I was that, thinking that too, Joe. I, I, I'm be honest with you, I was thinking that, yeah. And that's yeah. legitimately part of this shit. So that's why, like, when people keep saying that, I'm like, yo. So you know, what I'll say is, no, I, I, my, no, my no. Bad. I mean, I, I just want to get that to that oh. point. No, 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 no. It's fine, but that, but that's something that we was mentioning before when I said yeah. all, all potters. Like sometimes, like I said. Even if you suffer from them episodes, they don't just come out the blue. Something triggers it. So when I was mentioning before, like it, it's probably that he deals with this anxiety and 
it, like I say, he, 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 for a man with his talents, he does have a lot in his plate. It's his his relationships, his his clothing company, his sneaker company, his music career, everything. So it's always constantly a lot of pressure. So when these things come up, I always felt like at that moment, like he's at his most anxious and doesn't know how to deal with it. Like instead of like taking his medication, like at that point, he's like, I'm going to fight through it, I'm going to fight through it, then boom, trigger kicks on and all of a sudden like, all right. He builds up or goes down, and he gets into one of these things. And it's not that he has them. Like I am, I feel for anyone who does go through this. But it's just that he always has it in the most public of manners, and he says the most wildest of things. He's like, a public person. Yeah, listen, man. Yeah, I, listen, man. I don't um, I don't love this. You know what I mean? And and I've I've come to terms with the fact I don't actually like Kanye. Um, but I I I don't like. But I don't. But I love Kanye. Like, I want him to be great. I, I need him to, to do great things as a black man, as a business owner, as a as a hundred million dollar a year guy. Like, I, I respect all of that and I want all of that from him. You know what I mean? Um, so I hold him to a whatever standard. But none of that actually even matters to me when I'm when when I'm thinking about this. Like when I think about it, and I, I've mentioned this before, it's it's always my visceral emotional response of you're doing more harm than good. And that's how I look at it. Like, and it, it, no matter what it's, it's, it's on my selfish end, I get it, but it's like, does the shit you're saying and the shit you're trying to do, you're trying to affect this election when you were hugging, um, uh, Donald Trump, you're trying to keep him in office and now you're doing this weird shit and you're talking and you're trying to, to muddy up the waters of an election. Like that's the shit that fucks with me. And then he always has, finds a way to disrespect the elders. And, you know, and, and that's the shit that fucks with me, too. And I don't like either of those things. I don't appreciate him for either of those things. And so, yeah, selfishly, I don't want him out there speaking about these things. But it is what it is. You know what I mean? Kanye is a, a big figure. So the only thing that I know how to do at this point is, is to dismiss him. Oh, but Kanye just said that shit. And I get it is bad because he is bipolar. But I, I'm not hiding behind that because I, the, the mission is too big. I've discussed this here before. Like the mission is too big to worry about Kanye right now. I'm not worried about his emotions or illness. I'm worried about the mission. And right now he's affecting that to me. Joe? Oh, my, my, my bad, my bad. It's on me now? Yeah, man. Oh, shit. Nah, but, um, nah, I mean, I, I, I see how I feel about Kanye West and this whole thing. Like, yeah. I believe so strongly in the power of this fucking, uh, like bipolar shit that the man is suffering. Just from like shit I've seen, yeah. and uh, fucking even like uh, I said before, like how Empire handled it with the oldest son. Like yes. some people probably go, "Yo, this is crazy soap opera shit," but that was like some of the realest shit I've seen the way they portrayed it. Uh, how they had a uh, a funny yet poignant episode of Dave when uh, his man Gator was talking about yeah. his bipolar shit. It's like, "Yo, this shit crazy, yo, it's funny," and that and Kanye West is pretty much the real live version of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that I know that fucking when niggas is like manic, they fucking can be brilliant as fuck and they can be, they'll be, they'll say some brilliant shit one second and the next second say like the weirdest, most discombobulated shit because they got these racing thoughts and motherfuckers like, and I've seen it, like I've seen motherfuckers like, man, I'm, I'm talking about not like from afar, like right there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've seen a look in the motherfuckers' eyes and shit, a total confusion when they was just saying some real brilliant shit, you know what I'm saying? And just 
Motherfuckers be sleep deprived when they be manic and shit. Fucking, uh, and I remember Anthony said something, I think it might be in the chat, maybe on the pod, but he's like, yo, man, now when they just, they just more, they just like more who they are and shit. Like, he's an asshole, like, you know, more of an asshole. I don't see it like that shit either, you know what I'm saying? It, it just, it, 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 it just really some shit. I've seen motherfuckers lose just a lot of shit, um, yeah. just not being able to handle it. And uh, I've seen, honestly, I've seen motherfuckers, like, just over time, like, maybe they meds ain't, like, fucking, maybe yeah. they, the way they got their meds, like, calibrated and shit like that, sometimes I, it wasn't even, like, I've seen some big shit happening, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, sometimes it's like, yo, you just acting a little funny, or maybe the meds you took, meds, meds motherfuckers taking make you too sleepy, but you got to be up a little more for, like, work and shit like that, and you may take less of it, and it's like, you feel so good. Or you feel so down that you stop taking the shit because you, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just. Thing, That's what man. Tiger or Gator or whatever that nigga name was in Dave. He was he stopped yeah. taking this shit because he was getting down and tired and shit. And, and that's yeah. the shit that always come back to me because the one thing like there's been a lot of times I ain't had control of a whole bunch of shit in my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With your kid and shit, and mm-hmm. maybe going through some financial shit or whatever. But the one thing I've always pretty much had control of was my mind. You know what I'm saying? And, like, just to think that a motherfucker have a condition that totally fucks up the way you think. I don't even, like, smoke weed like that. You know what I'm saying? I smoke weed with, like, a chick if we, like, chilling at the crib. You know what I'm saying? At her crib. Yeah. I, I, I never really got, like, a tolerance up for smoking yeah. like that. I always smoke when I was, like, drunk, like, in school and in college and shit like that. That's when I did most of my smoking. So I, went, I never really felt high. But the times when I, like, just, like, a dozen or so times through my adult life, I, like, really, like, smoked and shit. Like it's like I would feel like I start feeling like what the fuck am I? Wait, I'm here. What are we doing? I look at the time. It's like fucking. I feel like I'm talking. Oh, it's like eight o'clock. I feel like they get talking to me for like fucking three hours, and it's like eight hours. I'm like I'm tripping. So I mean, I don't even really smoke on some like casual shit with niggas because that shit fucked with my mind. And so I I say all that to just say that that's how I come down on Kanye, and I respect everybody else's thoughts on the shit, but it's just I seen. I seen motherfuckers, and I seen Kanye with that same look. That I seen with and like the two people I'm really thinking about, really talking yeah. about. That I seen, I seen that same look of Kanye face when he up there saying some dumb shit. Motherfucker look tired, confused, and shit. And it's, it's just sad to me. You know what I'm saying? It's just sad. Yeah. To me. But that's my piece on it, though. Side note: niggas keep on saying he's okay, though. Like niggas get mm-hmm. around him and say he's okay, so that's weird. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, like I always say, and I, I know I put in the group chat that, and you know I'm in the middle of watching Homeland. I looked at him the same way I look when Carrie just goes off her shit, but she figures out who's behind everything. But she's manic when she's doing it, but she's brilliant at the same time figuring out who's at the center of the plot, trying to blow up whatever. And that's exactly how I looked at it when I saw Sean, excuse me, Kanye. But prayers out to him. Hopefully he is doing better. We've seen. Shots of uh, Dame Dash out there. I know we saw a video with him and um, Dave Chappelle. And Drew, shout out uh, Jerobi from Tropical Quest out there. Surrounding him. I believe he was in Wyoming when that was going on. So hopefully yeah. um, he can get can get balanced. I'll say that. Can get balanced mm-hmm. and, you know, begin to think more clearly and speak more clearly. Because as, you know, as Joe spoke to, it is, you know, it's bipolarism. It, it's it's a medical condition. You know, so hopefully he can balance himself out and get everything together. Because you know, right now everything's kind of crazy. You saw some of the comments from Kim 
and things like that, and then his comments about Kim and so on and so forth. But you know, shouts and praise. <laughs> to Yo, Loki. <laughs> When that nigga said, everybody knows Get Out, I was, Get yeah, Out is about my life, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Kanye was hilarious on Twitter, man. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> shit. Everybody knows Get Out was about my life. Holy That's shit. Wild. Then out of nowhere, he was like, he was like, my kids are never going to be all Playboy. Like, what, what the fuck is you talk about? Like, I get it, but I don't get it. <laughs> right. That was just ran, like a random thought out there. What was his? Yeah. Um, what was the joint that he put out there with the definite uh, righteous and uh, shit? Was it righteous indignation? Some shit, but he spelled that shit yeah. stupid though. He's like, "Who's gonna help you out?" Yeah. <laughs> Niggas fucking retarded, man. I don't mean no yeah. harm, man. Like you, you, you supposed to be allowed to make fun of this motherfucker, man. Fuck that. Nigga <laughs> 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 doing some funny ass shit, man. Just laugh, man. Yeah. <laughs> But um, this this week, and I mentioned it not too long ago, this week is the last week for $600 empl- unemployment benefits that come from the federal government. I'm reading this from CNN. The end is near for the 600 federal lifeline for millions of unemployed Americans. Even though the economy is still far from recovered, the coronavirus pandemic and the new layoffs are being announced regularly. The coronavirus relief program technically doesn't expire till July 31st, but this coming week, will be the last of which benefits are paid because payments are only provided for weeks ending on Saturday or Sunday. Jobless Americans will still get state unemployment benefits, but the sunset of the 600 enhancement part of the $2 trillion economic aid passed in March will leave more than 25 million people, thousands of dollars, poorer each month, and it will expose more the real pain of mass unemployment, just as many states are reimposing shutdowns. Uh, I'm going to go right to you, B, because we were starting to get into it, and I was like, wait, let's just get on the pod and talk to it, because I know you had some other points you wanted to add to that. Well, it's not like I have a point, because <laughs> usually and typically everybody knows this. Like, I usually like to like read what's um what's going on, so I'm going to talk about some a bill that I didn't read yet, right? So, like, first off, today, jobless claims where we had our first rise in jobless claims and, and um, some odd time, somebody look up the numbers for me, but like we had a, we had a huge rise in jobless claims. Um, 1.2 million. Yeah. 1.4 actually first increase since March amid the COVID resurgence. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. So, um, so we had that, 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 um, that happened and that just dropped today. And then um, a couple of days ago, Congress just passed, passes their um, stimulus package. Um, And that's just the house that passed it. But, you know, like th- this, is, this is a thing that's really affecting us, COVID. I, I, I talked to one of my best friends in the world last night, man. And, and, um, and you know, the dude, dude is real smart. He, and, you know, he has, a, he has a, a really good business and he got the PPP and stuff. And we were talking about it. And, and his business literally relies on, um, on conventions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it, you know, the people gathering together, and so it's, it's like you have. We had like a long conversation of, well, when is that gonna happen again? Like it's not over, you know, because we need it. But in the same way, like this COVID thing, if you really take a step back, and this is, the, I, I said this yesterday, and I'm, I'm gonna say it again today on on this pod, like the brightest minds in the world in every aspect of everything are sitting around thinking about this. So like whoever is the brightest minds in movies, whoever is the brightest minds in finance, whoever is the brightest minds in like toothpaste, like everything, you know what I mean? Like they're all sitting around 
thinking about ways to navigate this COVID system and nobody has come up with the thing. You know what I mean? Like they have, nobody's come up with the world is trying to come up with a cure and the world is trying to come up with ways to navigate it. And in the world's brilliance, we're finding out that mother nature is just so much more brilliant than us because mother nature has had so much more practice than us. And <laughs> what my friend mentioned to me um, yesterday is, um, and this is some real geek shit, but this is the shit we like to talk about, right? But he was like, think about all the viruses that exist, right? This is the one that had to get past all of that and not die. Like it had to, it had to get past everything and, and not die. You know what I mean? It's, this is the strongest virus and it went into all of the continents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, that's how powerful this shit is. And it's, so in our infinite brilliance, we haven't been able to defeat mother nature. And we're looking at and dealing with one of the most powerful entities that exists in the earth. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and, and it's just, and I know that we were talking about Congress and bills and shit like that, but it's just, just to take a step back and, and look at it, you know, like we're, they're throwing money at this shit. And, they, and this is another thing I said, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's really man. weird. Like what the fuck is, like, I, it's hard to understand why Donald Trump signed this shit. And, and what my friend said is, well, he, he's always wanted to be on the in crowd. And, like, what's the better thing to be on the in crowd? It's like, you'll always be known for giving these motherfuckers money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you, they could hate you, but if you give me a million dollars, like, you know what I mean? What the fuck? Like, you can't really argue with that, you know? And I think mm -hmm. that's, that's really what we're, we're, we're looking at here. I mean, even Congress, they're just coming up with random numbers. Well, I'll give you 1,500. I'll give you 400. I'll give you this. You know what I mean? Like, none yeah. of, nobody knows what's going to help. Businesses got infinite amounts of money with this PPP. And all they had to do was pay payroll 75%. And if you're a sole proprietorship, you could have paid yourself 75%. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, it's wild, the system that we're living in. And it's wild watching everybody try to come up with things. And nobody's been smart enough or brilliant enough to come up with anything in any entity, in any piece of the world. I just, that's what I'm looking at. And, and I'm really taking a global look at this right now. And it's astonishing to me how much Mother Nature has humbled us. Hmm. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Really far too heavy on like the actual disease itself. It's yeah. crazy. But going to the unemployment shit, I'm going to say this, man. I have been on unemployment three times hmm. uh, in my life. One was after this first bullshit job that I had. Hmm. And I happened to lose that. I was going to quit that job, but my mother, she happened to call me when I was yelling and quitting. It was this customer service job, like my first like real payroll job out of like, right, right. school and shit just to get some bread while I was doing my fucking uh, little graphic web design bit for my people. Yeah. And I was flipping out. My mom's like, yo, don't fucking... My mom happened to call me like screaming on niggas because I was supposed to get a promotion in a real job. But anyway, fucking hmm. long story short, uh, I just stuck around that bitch and was hanging up with motherfuckers and I got fired and I was unemployment. And I happened to come up on, I happened to get fired from that job right when the state was shutting down. I forget who the governor was, Corey, whoever the fuck was, the state shut down. So it took a little bit for them to even give me the shit. Luckily, I didn't need the bread because I had some bread. But still, it took me a while to get that shit. The next time I was on unemployment, fucking, it was like right before I had left Jersey. And fucking, I was on the shit. I was supposed to take some class or whatever. 
for this project management professional shit. They was going to pay for it, yada, yada, yada. And then my unemployment was getting closer and closer to ending and shit. But they're like, nah, don't worry about it. The shit's going to get extended. Then, fuck, you know, the, the federal government shut down or Obama did whatever the fuck, and they canceled the extension. So it was like, fuck that. Uh, these niggas told me to wait around because it's an extension. And the last time I was on unemployment, I was in fucking... I'm supposed to start some contract. I'm going on my whole history of shit for no reason, but I'm going to say... No, you good. Fuck it. I was in Alabama, and they niggas get dirt shit for, like, fucking unemployment. And I was waiting for this contract to start when this other contract was ending. I'll never do that shit again. I'm going to make sure this shit's overlapping like a motherfucker now right, if right, I keep right. going that route. But fucking some shit happened where they was getting a whole bunch of claims, so they had to wait, like, about a month and a half or two months damn near the process of shit. And it was, and it was dirt shit money. Like, I ain't even, like... It wasn't even no money you could kind of rock out and like, yeah, I'm unemployed, but I would take these next couple of months. No, it was shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say this, man. The three times I experienced unemployment, it was some bullshit. And the fact that these niggas was getting like $600 extra a fucking week, that shit makes me sick. Now, it don't make me sick for niggas that was getting bread, you know what I'm saying, and just get some close to what they want because some niggas, when that shit capped out the way they cap out, you're going to be fucked, you know what I'm saying, if you're in like a decent state. But the motherfuckers that really, really wasn't doing shit and really don't have the responsibilities, like, I feel as though, fuck that extra money shit if you can't, like, I know it's probably a bunch of, like, red tape and paper, but I, I want some, like, criteria for niggas to get some kind of extension or shit like that. Like, if you got some kids, kind of like the stimulus shit, but if you're some regular-ass fucking grown-ass nigga that wasn't making no bread, and you, I'm talking about, I mean, I'm, I'm really talking about one nigga with the high school that grew up with the shit that wasn't making mm -hmm. no bread. And wasn't going to come close to maxing out the fucking 600, whatever the fuck, high 600 a week shit that fucking Jersey is. And the nigga gets 600 extra on top of shit. And niggas gave him a stimulus. You know? Right. My nigga, they like, lazy. That, no, no, no. And I'm not talking about your people. I'm talking about the people who come that, up with these things. Like, they're lazy. They don't want to have to check everybody for mm -hmm. all this shit. Like, the PPP, all you had to do was just go in. You got the right bank. You go in there, you file the paperwork, you got that shit back. That's paper to us, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. for the unemployment shit right now, because they know it's fucked up, they don't want to have to deal with all that paperwork. They, these are state employees and all the rest of the shit. Nah, they just, all right, come here and file the shit. We got a budget for it, man. It's coming from the feds. You know what I mean? And, like, all these niggas is lazy, B. So they passing everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you writing exact, but that kind of goes back to what I was saying, man. The system is so fucked up, and niggas ain't even trying to think about this shit. You know what I'm saying? They're not even trying. Mm -hmm. they, nobody's figured this shit out. They just come up with lazy answers. Let's just throw this shit out there, man. You know what I mean? Like, that, or everything you said is because these motherfuckers don't want to check. Because they don't want to separate and judge. You know what I mean? They don't want to look and say, well, you have this and this. And so you could get this. They don't want to spend that time. Some lazy shit. That's the shit. That's really the shit that just that just get me. It's like cause it's gonna be the same motherfuckers or something. Or it's gonna be same some of the same motherfuckers that said, okay, push your shit through. That's gonna be talking about fucking waste and fucking people juking the system and shit like that. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. But I just wish that the shit could be, you know, more so going to the people that really need it and deserve the shit. But um, yeah, so I I, I got kind of mixed the. Would it be ended? Because at the end of the day, I think it's better for at the end of the day, like if I really gotta speak my heart, I'd rather see niggas get over that don't deserve the shit, get the shit than motherfuckers that 
without the shit, they're going to be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think about, like, fucking trying to, like, fix your credit or keep your credit good. Yeah. And I think about the motherfuckers where this shit happened with they It's probably grinding to get their credit back good. They get into that 700, get into that 800, shit like that. Even get into that fucking 650, 680, you know, from wherever it is at. And yeah. this shit happened. Or the motherfuckers that always been on their shit. Always been on their shit, you know what I'm saying? And then Nigga. this shit happened. It's I like, know niggas that was getting, yo, my people's in Brooklyn was getting, um, was they, they just went on the SBA uh, website and were getting SBA loans for a, th- a grant for a thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like they were giving like disaster assistance and shit. Like, and they sent me the shit to do it, and I just didn't feel like doing it. I ain't gonna lie. But I could, you know what I mean? Like I still got it in front of me. Actually, I, I just pulled this shit up. But like, niggas, yo, there was so many ways to get money right now. My people in Florida hit me up and was like, yo, you want a PPP? And, like, I felt weird about it. You know what I mean? That's the only reason I didn't mm-hmm. do it. You know what I mean? I just felt weird about it. But it was just like, yo, they, I still got this shit in front of me for the SBA. So I'm saying, <laughs> like, everybody could do it. If You get less money if you have less information, obviously. You know what I mean? But you want to get some paper. Because some, some these niggas out here getting 100K um, to a million and all the rest of that. You know what I mean? So, like, us kicking a little G, it doesn't mean mm. anything. Somebody getting 10K is not really meaning anything. You go to the right bank, all you have to do is just... You know what I mean? All you got to do is just tell them you got a business. You all you have to do is have an EIN number. Yep. You know what I mean? There you go. Yep. For the, for for that, and then for the SBA shit, you don't even need that. You just got to claim it. This shit is out hmm. there, B. That's what I'm saying. They're just lazy. All of this shit is super lazy, and it's a lot of money that's just floating around. I mean, this is back to the idea and the conversation that America that the money money is fiat. Currency in America is fiat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not based on anything. Not anymore. I don't know. Mm, that's a deeper conversation. <laughs> that's yeah. A deeper, that's a deeper conversation. But yeah, I, I hope everybody's out there, if you're doing well, if you're in one of the positions that specifically, specifically that Joe was speaking about, which to me really is that it really affects that middle class that's kind of on that brink where you could go down or you while you're just trying to go up, where if you not if you happen to be one of those people that were laid off or un, unable to go back to work at this point in time, this is something that you are truly relying on. So hopefully, I guess there's going to be some second stimulus that's happening, that's going to be happening. We'll watch that as it goes. I think, B, you were talking, as we were talking earlier, you said it just got passed through the House, but it has to go through yeah. the Senate and so right. on and so forth. So there'll be more information that we'll talk about that as it goes on. Um, just one last thing. It's kind of just, it's just a lot of down news, but I just want to wrap it up with this. Um, shout out to Nick Cannon. I know we always say fuck Nick Cannon, but we're specifically speaking to his views on voting. But in terms of his business ethics and everything that he had going on as a producer, as on-air personality and things like that, he had his hand in a lot of things. And basically right now, every single avenue that he has had as on-air talent or as a, produ- as a producer has basically dried up. And I know he also sent out a tweet, I think it was last week, that he was saying he doesn't deserve to be on this earth anymore. And I think, I know uh, Mariah had kind of stepped in. There were a lot of things going on. Yeah. You know, nah, things like that. let me. I'll throw it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I'm the one that said, I'm the one that typically says, fuck Nick Cannon. And I'm going to say it was the voting shit. But, yo, let, let's just keep it real, man. Nick Cannon is the corny niggas Ray J. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's somebody that we should hold up to a higher esteem. You know? Like, for real, he did, like he always is winning. You know? And, and and so we shouldn't. We Listen, man, I, if they're going to attack him on, on the shit he said, like, I'm I'm, I'm going to ride for him on, on that type of shit. Just that voting mm-hmm. shit, it was some stupid shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But we're going to hold Nick Cannon down 
on, right. on some, you know what I mean, on some real shit, man. He, he can't, you know, we can't have him out here thinking he doesn't belong here. We need him here, man. Like, every time mm-hmm. he touches something, it gets better. Like, literally. And sometimes he just literally creates something that we didn't know we needed, but now we know we need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just, he's, a, he's that type of person, man. And Mariah Carey, like, he did that. He's the corny yeah. niggas Ray J. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you gotta respect this nigga, y'all. Except nah, that bonus shit. Fuck Nick Cannon on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's why I was specific. Like we only, yeah, yeah, we yeah. only don't fuck with him on that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I'm mad dramatic. He's, he's I'm mad dramatic and petty. And so, you know what I mean? I, I put it out there and I said, fuck Nick Cannon based on that shit. But you know, yeah, now nah, he's up there. He's up there. Yeah, with the with the nigga Nick. Well, I mean, with the with the um, with Nick Cannon and shit. It's like. Like you said, this nigga corny, but he really gave us like some shit. Real yeah, con- like, good content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Content. I'm thinking back to like fucking from like Drumline. Yeah. To, like fucking uh, this Wild and Out shit, and it's funny. Like Wild and Out was some shit I never really appreciated till I look back and see niggas like Cat Williams and Kevin Hart is like fucking nobodies on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then seeing the niggas that I was following online, like fucking. DC Young Fly and shit. Yeah. There and like raise his profile and it's like, yo, think about how many seasons this man had on that shit. And uh, that's I think that's probably one of the biggest things with me. And then also like the fact that this dude was like, fuck that America got talent shit and bounce and then found another shit like just like that. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't heard yeah. motherfucker say, I'm gonna tell you something. I think it was probably the Joe Budden podcast. I heard him say it a lot. It's like one of the main things that get me is like, okay. Niggas could get canceled. Motherfuckers uh, possibly should maybe get canceled for the shit that Nick was saying, but mm-hmm. the fact is, that shit don't be across the board. You know what I'm saying? It's like a brother say some shit like that about some Jew. Oh, they coming ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, you got motherfuckers just saying like some slick shit that keep a job forever. You know what I'm saying? And it just don't seem like Nick Cannon didn't get a chance to like apologize and like double back and say, okay, this is why if I, if I hurt your feelings, I feel bad, but this is what I've been learning and teachings from this person, that person, whatever, and I was just sharing that. So, like, I, I don't even know if you really have to cop please like that, but still, it's just, the, to, to wipe out a motherfucker like Nick Cannon has been doing nothing but great shit. For I don't believe in cancel culture, B. I used to I'll fuck be- with that shit. I only fuck with that shit when I want to cancel a nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really fuck with that shit in general. (laughs) Uh, I think it's bad disrespectful in general. I don't really fuck with that shit. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with it when this motherfucker that I don't fuck with. Yeah, that's the only time. You know what I'm saying? I'm mad mad selective and and I know I'm mad selective and not righteous as as hell with it. You know what I mean? I just want to get rid of them because they don't belong here. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, Mm -hmm. in general, that cancel shit, man. And if, if I was being a purist, Man, I have all these motherfuckers out here saying whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? That's that's what that's what the first man is. This is America, man. All right, all right. Uh, salute to Nick Cannon. We out here for you, bro. You yeah. Oh, uh, go ahead. And you have something on it? What about Nick? Yeah. Nick fucked up. We should have backed him. I mean, I don't know if we need to go any more in depth than that. I, that's the way I felt about the whole situation. I mean. Yeah, I mean Go ahead. It's like, I got a question. Hmm? No, no, ask your question. My question is, do you think because 
and I'll say this for lack of a better term, we are we're not really riding the wave, but we are gaining momentum as a people. And because Nick did that, it's like, oh well, y'all been riding. This is how we're gonna stop y'all wave, and he's just taking the brunt of something that we kind of been hammering through these past since since let's just say since George Floyd. The end of so since Memorial Day up until now, we've been kind of gaining this momentum, and the NBA is taking notice, and the NFL is taking notice, and this one's taking notice. These are coming down, and then Nick, this happens to Nick, and it's like, oh, this is one of your rising stars who was in power. We gotta wipe him out. I don't. And you're gonna, and I'm, you know what I'm saying? You understand? What I'm so, saying? Like that, so I, you know, I, I get exactly what you're saying. I don't take it like that. I think, I think it's, I think it's more like this. I think it's, um, the world has changed. We all see it in what in, in what we say, what we hear, what's going on um, and the momentum and our public figures are out there. They're on the front lines and we hear from them more often than we hear from anybody else, even though, the, you know, even though like the, the youth have been super loud and et cetera. You know, we hear we definitely hear from our public figures. And when they jump out there, um, they don't always know where the world is, you know what I mean? They think they know where the world is, but they don't always know, and it's not, so that's why it's, sometimes it's not fair to judge a Nick Cannon because he came from his perspective and yeah, like maybe correct him or let him know like this is not where we're at right now or something, but just to, to, to cancel him or push him to the side, I just think that that's an overreaction to somebody who is just so intelligent and so talented. That's all I was saying. Like, I, I like I get what you're saying, Alex, and you're probably right. You know what I mean? Like, to some some degree, there, there's, there's listen, there's obviously, there's going to be a group of people that feel like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That are like, all right, we got one. You know what I mean? Let's get them out of there. So I'm not dismissing that because you have to be 100% right. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's obviously that that exists. But I just think on a grander scale, just to, just to, put perspective on what Nick is saying is doing is, you know, he's just out there and, you know, how would he know that he would get this reaction? He was just talking and you know the momentum like? is there. He knew better. He knew better. I don't know. You know what I feel though? I feel like them motherfuckers already had a couple strikes on Nick's record. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a fact. I think they already had a couple strikes on Nick on his record, even though Nick. I think that's what uh, Alex was saying too. Oh, yeah, my bad. I was, yeah. uh, no, 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 you're yeah, good. Yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I wasn't feeling good. I had these Chinese and me some soup or whatever. I feel like, oh, cool. soup the Chinese? I'm like, all right, the niggas just can't. But, yeah, I mean, well, if I was trying to say it, then I just leave it or whatever. But, well, no, um, no, 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 no. He didn't say it overtly like that, yeah. but I, I think that was his, his point. Is what my I was overall saying. point is what yeah, he had. his overall point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this man been wearing his turbans and shit. He's uh, walked away from America, got talent. Over his like stand up, like you don't like my shit, cool. I do that. He's uh, always been talking very black and proud, especially since he started going to Howard and I think he got his uh, degree earlier this year uh, and shit like that from over there. And he's just like, he ain't the big smile, he ain't just the smile and Nick Cannon from Nickelodeon from like years back, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's like, he, his, his wokeness just seems to keep getting higher and higher level so it's like they saw i think they saw a perfect opportunity to be like oh he was so inflammatory with these comments that we don't want anyone to have to hear this about their people and shit we're gonna <laughs> just cut this nigga off and yeah i think it, they, they just had these strikes against him and this was like a thing to push it over yeah Nick salute Nick Ken- 
Yeah, salute Nick Cannon. We out here for you, bro. Yeah. We ride out here for you, bro. I'll make this point real quick. Oh, okay. I'll, try, mm-hmm. I'll try to speak as fast as I can. Nick Cannon put on Professor McGriff on this show. The first point is that they actually filmed this part months ago. Now, Griff used to be a part of Public Enemy. Everybody knows that Public Enemy is a real militant. But for him to be kicked out of that group for his views, that's kind of saying something. So it wasn't like it was a recent, like we did this a couple of days ago, we're filming it now. They filmed it months ago, they decided to put it up. I guess in his mind, he's thinking like, this is the time and opportunity where to talk about race and people and so on and so forth. Let me go ahead and put this on. It's not the fact that the cancellation part is really the difficult thing with me. It's not that he is not, I'll make sure I say this correctly, is that he came up there with unfactual information and really, really leaned into it. When you're talking about, you know, melanated people and so on and so forth, and, you know, people that don't have melanin, don't have compassion and so on and so forth. So you're kind of digging into this and you get into conspiracy theories about the Rothschild, so on and so forth. All right, fine. All right. I, I do think Viacom overreacted in regards to releasing them from the show. They had a long-standing relationship. And like I said, right right after that happened, people reached out to him like, Nick, we don't think this is acceptable. Therefore, like, they and they didn't denigrate him. They were like, let me try to show you something. Let me try to teach you something. Um, what's homeboy in the fucking, um, on the Patriots? Uh, Julian Elliman. He said, we, we, can, we can go visit this museum. And other people reached out to him and said, we want to talk to you about it. And after a couple of days, he's like, you know what? I was wrong. You know, the people in the Jewish community reached out to me. They said how much it hurt them, and I want to apologize for that. And black people jumped down his throat, like, why are you apologizing for this? Like, the thing is that he did something wrong. The issue that I kind of have overall in regards to this, uplifting your people doesn't mean that you need to denigrate another one. Everyone else is kind of doing a pretty good job at that. They're preaching black power and important to the black dollar and introducing us to more and more black businesses and opportunities that's come about since the George Floyd thing and since people have a little bit more time during COVID to kind of you know, react and be into that creative space to kind of create their own business, do things like that, and expand beyond there. Nick isn't a bad person, because if he was, Fox would have fired him. He still has the max singer, singer job. They, they would have got rid of the holding deal for his talk show that was supposed to come out and said, we're going to sit aside for a year. So they know what's in his heart, and that he know that he made a mistake. And the thing is that we can't cancel people when they make a mistake and they realize what they've done and they're actually contrite about it. He's one of the people I believe is actually contrite about it. Like, I said something, I did something, I spoke to the right people, I fucked up, I want to do better, and I'm going to fix it. And because of the kind of person he's always appeared to be and how he is now, you can't help but to believe him. So they try to cancel him out just because he wants to apologize for making an, an egregious error in judgment. doesn't sit well with me. And I think people just kind of knock that shit off, man. He's, he, he's been successful for a le- very long time. He's branched out to different avenues of entertainment. He's someone that you're supposed to uphold and look at and think like, you know what? This guy is great. He's good at what he does. Let's try to follow the example. Not be him, but just follow the playbook he put forward. So just, just shoot Nixon Bell. Like I said, we support him. we behind him. Like I said, this is just one thing. He's going to move on to better things. Like I said, um, he, he next move might, might be on revolt, get some shit going on over there. So, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, your shot to revolt, yo. Let's get into some fun shit, especially that happened yesterday. Um, just real quick mention, Versus did sign a deal with Apple. Um, Swiss and Timbo said it's going to be continue to be ma- maintained 100% black-owned and will continue to be free. So salute to them for structuring me, their deal. In a let me say this. Let me say mm-hmm. this. 
Let me say this. Let me ask you this. Do you think, is it like a, like, who, who is like the ownership behind Versus? Is it, is it Swiss and Tim? Is it just them? Or is it like more well, niggas uh, in the pot? If you listen to them, it's just them, it's just them too. Yeah. That have their that have their hands in it. Maybe there's somebody else behind the scenes, but okay. they're the two people in front. Yeah, and I'm gonna say, you think if you think the shit is like, is it fifty fifty with them niggas? Because I look at Tim as the Tim, he's just the nigga that's like damn shit. Like Swiss seem to be like the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like anytime I see it, even in like they little after the show shit, it's like. Timberland yeah. seemed like the Magoo with the situation, yo. He do seem like <laughs> the Magoo. You're right. You're right. But Swiss, but, Swiss has, but Swiss is the bigger character as he's always been throughout his career. And as an yeah. as a businessman and entrepreneur, he's just a he's just a lot of voice. And I mean it's cool. Sometimes but also, he's, he's, but also he's a smarter, more refined, more trained voice too. So mm-hmm. I mean, I That's don't I, I would not at all believe that Timberland has the same power or um responsibility. Or influence that Swiss has, even in that, I just don't. But salute, they got the deal done, and it's still remaining in its uh, current platform. And then you can also check it out on Apple TV, and, and now it's available on Apple Music. Even after it's over, you can listen back. So salute to them. But we did yesterday have the dog versus the dog, Snoop Dogg versus DMX. <laughs> where, where if you look at the two catalogs, just simply talk about two, music. It sounds like they were shooting it. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. But when, once they got in that ring, give me the microphone first so I could just like a bubble. Um, did everybody see it? Together now, you know you in trouble because ain't nothing but a G thing. I watched most of it. I ain't gonna lie, nigga. Yo, listen, man. Like, remember I told you I was talking to my friend? He hit me up like halfway through this shit. And, like, he, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to tell a nigga that, you know what I mean? Like, first, I ain't talked to him in, like, a month. And, you know what I mean? He, I don't know. He, he probably wasn't tuned in to no shit like that. You know what I mean? He do his own thing. He's, you know, so it was like we were having that conversation. I was listening to it kind of in the background. So I listened to half of it. Then I watched the freestyle again this morning just because I, I needed to watch that. You know what I mean? Like, I saw mm-hmm. that they did the freestyle and I needed to hear those words. You know what I mean? But, yeah, and no, I watched most of it. I thought it was, ew. I just, listen, I know for a lot of people... Um, they're with the whole they're, they're with the whole versus thing like somebody wins and somebody loses that's mm-hmm. not how I looked at any of these like none of them that I've watched you know like I just enjoy it for what it is like I get that and listen part of the fun of it for some people mm-hmm. might be like versus and I'm not going to try to take that from you I'm just saying for me that's not what the fun is for me personally the fun is for me mm-hmm. like the, the matchup like, like I just want to make sure they have two of the right people together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's part of the cool part. And then, you know, then watch them play, play songs that can kind of go with each other. You know what I mean? Like I just, I just like yeah. that part of it. You know what I mean? I just do for I, whatever reason. To me, the last one that even like really felt like a battle was back in the beginning of April and shit when it was like Scott Storch and like Mandy Fresh because Mandy had his little <laughs> drops and shit and <laughs> Scott. And Scott catalog was so like crazy. Manny catalog was so old and regional. Not even regional. Just old and in like that moment. You know what I'm saying? That it was just like it just wasn't fair. So everybody was taking score on that. But after that, I mean like the Lil John and T Pain shit was that was so fun. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh Risen and Premier, it might have felt like a little battle, but not really. They showed so much love. Yeah. Uh, Teddy and Face. You know, what I mean it was like the rest seemed like a bunch of celebrations. Erica Jill, fucking Teddy, <laughs> fucking Luda, Bounty Killer, Beanie Man, I think was the one that set off 
this whole second series of fucking uh, versus shit, having niggas dead, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get to see the Elite shit and John shit, but I'm going to watch that shit probably one of these days because I can get it on the stream, you know what I'm saying? And the Fab and Kiss shit was, like, just dope as fuck. And I only saw this DMX and Snoop shit, and I love to, like, fucking, like, joke about DMX and shit because that nigga is, like, I'm easy that type of nigga I would not want to have to sit next to on the bus or the train or some shit. Wow. He just seemed like fidgety and he sound he sound like a fiend, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He just he do is, mad shit, you know? He is a fiend. Like, it's okay. Like also a legend and a guy. I just wouldn't want to be in this yeah. nigga's presence and shit because it make me think he's going to stab me with an AIDS needle or like... Exactly. He's he, mad jumpy like, when he talks. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the I same know. thing. Even last night. I I'm thought it was a joke. Like 20 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this nigga is not acting. He can't turn this oh. off. <laughs> yeah, I caught about maybe like 15, 20 minutes near the end of it because I was on the road. And I even watched them 15, 20 minutes while I was on the road. But yeah, it was like, I listened to it more. So. And it was hilarious, man. It was cool. Snoop was yeah. like the cool ass Snoop. And yeah. DMX was like, all his like theme shit. But he a legend, you know what I'm saying? And the fact you, you say, yo, it's not a fucking like, the fact it's not an actor shit. It's like this thing yeah. really like extra lit. It was kind of yeah. like, yo, they let a fucking fiend in with like fucking hip hop royalty. When you break it down, the way X held down fucking them years that he was doing his shit, just doing his numbers and just being that nigga, he hit probably yeah. royalty too. So I'm like, yo, God bless. I'm glad that brother got to be yeah. celebrated like that. Nah, and so Snoop showed us his goofy side. You know what I mean? That was cool to say. Yeah. Like, but yo, <laughs> Snoop, His man, dances, yo. Yeah, like his uh, dances and shit. Like he was mad goofy. But also true, man, I felt like Snoop was just like, Giving love and respect to like the niggas who touched his career, you know what I mean? That's what it right. felt like to me from the Snoop side, and and that little story that they that they set up to mm-hmm. oh, try oh, to dog. they tried to sit out and said, dog, where did you get that term from? Get at me, dog." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the nigga X said, "Oh yeah, remember when the time you came to New York?" And then the nigga Snoop said, "Oh yeah." Such and such gardens. And I was like, nigga, how do you know? Like, you went to New York more than one time, nigga. Yeah, hell Fuck. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, nigga, yeah, cub. Remember that, cub? And he was like, yeah. Well, remember when I told you to come? And he was like, he was like, all right, get at me, dog. And I thought it was so fly, so I was just, I was going to put it in a song. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that just sounded crazy. But it was like, all right, cool. Like, you, you could, like, it was set up. It was definitely a, um... It was definitely about relationships, you could tell. But people, an entity as big as Snoop in mm-hmm. something like this, it's going to, at some point, in some way, have to be about relationships. It is just, it, he's too big. Like, Snoop yeah, is Snoop just Snoop is literally big. the biggest yeah. star these niggas had on there. We could talk about, like, legendary niggas, yeah. like, Face or whatever, yeah. where they don't touch the mm-hmm. stardom. Snoop is like that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Nelly and Luda, the niggas is washed, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Lil John and T-Pain, we love the niggas. Well, you Snoop know, is the most recognizable. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah he, he, he transcends the shit. We this yeah. nigga, we know. No, literally, he, like they did the testing, he, like literally the yeah. most recognizable figure. Oh, yeah. literally. He, you could go, go back to pictures with him with like real ass gangsters, then, you know, fake ass gangsters like Pop. Pictures next to Shug, yeah. the fucking like Martha Stewart and shit, the playing yeah. Huggy Bear. And, <laughs> and this nigga yeah. smokes weed wherever the fuck he wants to. Like this nigga just gonna go in anywhere and and he gets a Snoop pass. Yep, yep. Shout out to Snoop for sea walking the ex clan grand verbalizer. That was the funniest shit that whole <laughs> night. I say, yo, this nigga just sea walk on ex clan. That's wild. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
We don't know what the next verse is going to be. I saw, well, I don't know. I, I put in a little group chat that how Keisha Cole's calling out Ashanti or whatever. I'm going to keep yeah, saying they, need to do. They, keep, uh-huh. they, keep, they keep pushing because they keep looking for, for a lot of women or female groups to go back and forth. They keep pushing this TLC and SWV battle. Nigga, Cam oh, and Nori need to get that done, man. Cam and Nori need to get that done, man. Them niggas, that's the Jay-Z and Nas of their era. Like I said, man, my favorite rapper is fucking... I mean, I listened to rap before, but like when I when, when I got that reasonable doubt tape, Jay became my favorite. Then the next week, fucking that It Was Written came out, then Nas became my second favorite. And I listened to a whole bunch of everything after that, but I think it was SDE. I don't know what's came for yeah. SE or fucking the NORE album. Them niggas became my like second tier favorites. Like ASAP. Yeah. And you know it's you know what if, if if they could really pull some real shit off, if them niggas do Nas versus Jay. Like if them niggas actually could get that done, like the world would shut down. Like the internet would break. Nas versus Jay, nigga. And if them niggas did takeover versus Ether, like if them niggas did back to back like that, like like that shit with the world, yo, the world would stop and wait. Like, what if, yo, like them niggas would be, I can't even fathom that. Nah, they could never yeah. do that. Like, if they if they, they did that, they, that. yo, we would respect um Swift so much and maybe mm-hmm. a little bit Tim if they did. <laughs> nah, <this day>. yeah, <laughs> where's boss? Think I about mean, that I'm, though. Yeah, like I mean, I don't put anything past Swift. He, but he, I'm sure he definitely put something out there. But we know Jay. He <laughs> Jay yeah, he probably Jay tried weird. to get. He probably tried to get Jay versus X, and Jay was like, "Fuck that," you know what I mean? Because really, if you do remember, like in hip hop, in the hip hop annals, no, no, but for real, if you no, but it, just listen to what I'm that saying. Time, in the hip hop annals, frame. no, no, you're not mm-hmm. listening to what I'm saying. The hip hop annals, Jay and X, that was the thing. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't really Nas. You know what I mean? Nas was in a space mm-hmm. of, of his own, and it was Jay and X. They battled before in the streets. They battled in albums. They was on albums. They were on each other's albums. You know what I mean? Like the J versus versus X thing was the biggest thing in hip hop before Jay started battling Nas. And it, it, but see, you know, Jay is just so such a huge figure now, and then X became what it was. And so, like I'm sure, but in in Swiss mind, he probably was. He probably hit up Jay was like, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Battle X. And Jay was like, nigga, I'm so past that now. You know what I mean? But like, mm-hmm. if you look back in hip hop, you know what I mean? At that time period, like, at least up until 2003 or some shit like that, like, at least up until then, like, it was, that was the thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll see what they have upcoming next. They usually announce it like every two weeks. I'm pretty sure they got a bunch of things in the works but haven't nailed it down and so on and so forth. We're all waiting for the whatever the Diddy battle is going to be, whatever the Dre battle is going to be. We know those got to be in the pipeline. So it's going to be exciting to see what they have coming up. And I love what they've been doing. And I think we even Amber said it before. Snowy. We even said before that you ain't going to be able to do that Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday shit. You're going to have to come on during the week when they yeah. know when everybody's at home because places is opening up. So like that. Yeah, and that, that's real smart the days they chose and shit. Yeah. What'd you say, Joe? I can't afford Nick Cannon. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, now that they got people in the same place, I just think it got so much better. And if they could yeah. really figure that out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they could really get that to keep happening, um, it's 
That was just, bro, them Jamaican niggas put it on, man. Yeah, them Jamaican niggas, when them Jamaican niggas showed, showed them how to do it, that shit was over. Medium bounty, yeah, man, because that energy, just watching that, the first, the first one I got to watch on the Apple uh, music shit, with fucking just uh, Jaden Fab, it just made it look so dope. It had that real, like, well, not, it had that real, like, concert type feel, too, with that little audience. Wow. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. I was watching that. I did watch a little bit. I did mean, catch a little bit of DMA for Snoop shit. And Snoop was like, yo, this for the ladies, blah, blah, blah. It's for a beautiful. And Snoop was like, oh, there's like two bitches here. Yo, X X is pointing niggas out. He was like, "Who this nigga right here? Nigga, what's your job? You remember he did that shit? He was mm-hmm. like, I pointed them right out. He the person mm-hmm. ends the shit. Like, this nigga, boy, yo, this nigga X is wild, man. He was like, yo, you, like he was, he's still like a real super street nigga. Like I pointed this nigga right out. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, street niggas get hyped when they point he somebody out. It. It's <laughs> Hey man, good morning, good evening. Good evening. Hello. Oh no, no, no. We gotta get into we gotta just knock off not get into some sports. NBA's back. Oh, oh I don't know when I, I don't know when it's starting, but nigga, I'm on the NBA right now. LeBron well, I mean, got a great beard, that, yeah. yo. The games, the games are on. I saw a couple things, they look good. I really only saw Bobo. That was the only thing I was really kind of looking to see. Nigga, and y'all hated on me. No, first off, y'all hated on me with the Bobo God. And I told all y'all niggas, Bobo is nice. You know, fuck Bobo, blase, blah. Whole college career, he was killing niggas. Got injured. Came to the NBA. Kill niggas again. You know what I'm saying? Bobo was a 46 pick, nigga. You wouldn't have picked him? Well, Sounds the 46, stupid. yeah. 46, yeah, I mean, that's garbage. Yeah, man. so niggas should have got him. Cross your fingers, he stay healthy. I mean, that's the only thing I shitted on about. I'm like, yo, that nigga too tall, like, just the proportions of, like, his, his limbs and shit, like, something going to break and be fucked up. Same thing why I was happy he got rid of uh, that Chris X for Jengis nigga. And, and niggas nigga should be Christoph wrong or right. Play right now. I, mean, I know, niggas should be wrong or right with the shit, yeah. but I feel as though. Long term investment, nigga, like Bobo, just like a snap that nigga's arm, snap that nigga's leg. <laughs> Bobo like, performed so well that that as soon as he got off the court, they scheduled a drug test. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't understand that. I was like, wait, my what? nigga. I'm I just thought he got caught you. with something. No, my nigga. Like, listen, y'all don't know. Y'all don't know what I'm saying, man. Like, all right. So, like, I we all know that I watch a lot of basketball, right? This nigga Bobo, before he got injured, I was fascinated with watching him play the game of basketball was too easy to him he does everything possible like and there's nothing that the kid doesn't do and he always does it with a straight face he doesn't brag anything he just runs up in court down the court he shoots he dunks he dribbles he he's always in the right position on offense and defense he sets pick like this nigga is literally just does not stop moving and does not stop punishing niggas like it i i'm telling you man so for me, when I saw that shit, I was like, I want this nigga on any team that I got. And me as a Knicks fan, I was like, my nigga, I'm definitely drafting this nigga. Nah, and he, to he see him go 46. Yeah. My nigga, I, yeah, mm. like, I have no idea why so many teams passed on him. Even if, even if you said, all right, with scare, the injury. You might scare the kids. You know what I'm saying? No, no, <laughs> but even, even, if, even if it's the injury thing, right? Like, the second round, there's yeah, still 16 second. teams that passed on us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Second round is a goal. Second round, second round is a goal. Before we get out of here, I know next week they um 
going to be voting on, I guess, the awards for the year. So who's your MVP? Um, is it Giannis? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 for basketball, Giannis. Yeah, yeah, yeah for basketball. Giannis. Yeah, Giannis had to shoot in a chokehold, like, and folks yeah. were thinking that Brian probably, even if they did play the rest of that regular season, mm-hmm. wouldn't have a chance to catch up because of what that record looking like out there and how Giannis is, like, yeah. by far the only ill-ass nigga there. Fuck Chris Middleton. I mean, he got pieces, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think Bron like, gonna get Davis. It. Mm-hmm. I think I'm really I think gonna, I think gonna... No, you don't. I know, I know you want the conversation, but no, you don't. Nah. Who, me? Yeah. I think Bron, I want to go out is going to get it. I honestly do. I want Bron to get it because he's been putting in his work. He's been doing his numbers. It's been a minute since he got one, even though he probably deserved to at least get another one since he got one. And it's like, yo, the whole league move on him. And in times like this, that's just important, man. No, no, no. Everything you said is correct, except for the fact that he's doing his numbers. He ain't doing better than numbers than the Greek. And then head-to-head, it was always the Greek. But can I just ask this question? You're saying everything that you're saying about the Greek, and I understand all that, but when LeBron was in the East doing it, everybody criticized and said the East is weak. So why isn't the same criticism given to Giannis? Well, first off, the East is not the same now that it was back then. The East versus... The West is huge parity. As a matter of fact, the East beats the West a lot of times. That's number yeah, one. Number two is hold on. Number two is number two is is that I didn't I I didn't care to side Braun saying the East is weak. Only no, only not time you. people made that pundit, hold on so. wait, but only time people made that argument was when the playoffs came. It was like oh Braun breezes Braun breezes through the playoffs, and in those first two rounds, he never really played anybody. He played like the Charlotte Hornets mm-hmm. type niggas. You know what I mean? Like it was so that was it. It was always the first two rounds. He was always well rested on, in the back end, and then it was like, well, why aren't you winning? You know what I mean? Like that was the crit. That's the criticism that I heard, but not not a the criticism like all right, the East is weak, and so Braun doesn't deserve an MVP. It's it's the NBA. You have to perform, and he plays the West Coast too. You know what I mean? Like he puts up his numbers regardless. That's the same thing with the Greek. It's basketball, dog. We only criticize the East versus West when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. Um, last thing, rookie of the year. Is it just is it Ja? Ja. Yeah. RJ Barrett. What you what'd you say? Huh? He's said RJ Barrett. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> the fuck off. <laughs> but nah, man, honestly, I guess you to Zion, yo. You know why I give it to Zion? Even though he didn't play nearly as much as Ja played, it's been so long. It's been so long since the fucking uh, since the season like got suspended and shit. I think the NBA niggas to sneak in the fact that uh, that Zion was like killing shit in his like dozen or so games or whatever. Yeah, yeah. To like yeah. give it to him, it would be Robin job because of the long work he put in. But I think yeah. like I, think it, I mean, we all know it's gonna be Ja. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. So we all know it's we all know it's going to be Ja, but the mm-hmm. people's choice is going to be Zion. Zion. It's it is it's, it's a. There's been years that it's been like that before. I can't think of them off the top of my head. But you know what I mean. Like it's it is what it is. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and oh, last thing is anybody going to watch Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones? No, nah, that's not. Of course. Of course. Can't I'm wait. Gonna watch it. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm gonna watch that. Nigga, Ant, shut up, man. Come on, Ant. Yo, yo, you gotta stop this shit, man. Ant, yo, you can't act like that, nigga. You know good and well that's good TV. <laughs> nigga, I see two fifty year olds beat the shit out of each other. That shit don't seem in Why not, motherfucker? Like, yo, my nigga, you know what I mean? Like, it's boxing. It's still boxing. 
Nigga, it's not boxing. It's an exhibition. You got you got one nigga that's 54 years old, another nigga who's been fighting for like a decade too long, and every time he gets to fight, get his fucking head knocked yeah, off. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, September 12th. September 12th. I would tune in. I, honestly, I would tune in to watch these niggas sit down and tell stories. Exactly. So, of, course I, of course, I'll tune in to watch these niggas. Nigga, I go watch hot boxing. boxing. <laughs> and that shit is great. Yeah, and hating, man. And that's the most ignorant shit you said today. You ain't gonna watch no Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. My nigga, you are Hearing disrespectful. Talking, two old niggas fighting each other. Just you sound like Kanye. You disrespectful to our elders, man. Yo, no, Alex, man, how you man. close this shit out, man? Sick, <laughs> man. Oh, oh, last one, one last thing. Fuck shout Anthony. Out. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to the Washington. Shout out to the Washington Redskins when their new football name, the Washington Football Team. They don't got no name. They don't got no name. I think we yeah we kind we went through everything. We went through everything. I'm just checking real quick. We went through everything. We covered everything. Boom 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 boom. Okay cool. Oh shit. Well yeah, I ain't gonna mention that. I'll hold that till next week. Who was the other nigga that died? Oh, um, Charlie, uh, um, Mega Evers' brother. Hold on, I got it right here. It's part of me calling this nigga. Charles Evers. We don't like to call these niggas niggas. But the other nigga that was heavy in the movement. (laughs) He wasn't no John Lewis, but. Charles Evers, Mega Evers' brother. Charles Evers. God bless, man. God bless. Word. I bet you if he was alive, he would watch Tyson versus Roy Jones. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Probably have a fight party and shit. Word is born. As always, <laughs> as always, we thank you for tuning in. You can always get at us on get at us. I always damn my tongue runs together. You can always get at us. Pause on the Better Than You pod. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Until next week, peace. Red blooded black man ain't gonna watch no Roy Jones and Mike Tyson get together and hit each other. Man, that's the American dream. Like <laughs> the American dream watch two old niggas beat up each other? Yeah, nigga. Oh. Shit. Them <laughs> niggas ain't no regular old niggas. This nigga, this nigga Roy Jones used to fight roosters and shit, didn't he? Some shit like that. <laughs> I, I want to see two niggas beat each other up. I'm going to call the fuck. Uh, nigga Roy 